Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening, and welcome to All Access on 1061 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics. And by Francesca by Katie's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner. By Rhino Shield Mid-South. Bergeron Automotive in Metairie. By LifeGate Church in Mandeville in Metairie. By Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area. John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge. By Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area. And by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligence sports, all sports, all the time. To join in the conversation, call 504-260-1061. Now here's your host, Cumulus New Orleans Sports Director Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, Life Resources Ministries, and the Kenner Star. And a pleasant good evening and welcome to another edition of All Access here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. We're on the web at NashFM1061.com. Tune in app available anywhere in the world via iHeart. Just check us out wherever you might be. You can also check out our podcast via CrescentCitySports.com. Just click on the menu, click on more, and click on podcast to do so. You can also email me at Ken at CrescentCitySports.com. Ken at CrescentCitySports.com. You can check us out via Alexa at home. If you can't get radio, just tell her to play WRKN or Nash Icon 106.1 FM. Of course, you can always call the show. It's 504-260-1061. That's 504-260-1061. Warm day today, and it was uh, hot golf on the golf course, 30th Annual Saints Hall of Fame Celebrity Golf Classic at Chateau Golf and Country Club in Kenner. Uh, story up at Crescent City Sports in just a few minutes on that with all the participation and uh, the weather participating as well. Sellout crowd and the tournament today, by the way, uh, was won by none other than the team featuring Dennis Allen, the head coach of the New Orleans Saints. That was the Nicole's limousine team with Mike Nicole, uh, Robert Emmett, Steve Calamari, and Archie Ronekirch, along with Coach Allen. They won the event and uh, played great. Uh, the team uh, that finished second featured Blake Gillikin, the Saints punter, and the team finishing third was the team uh, from the Zurich Classic and Four Kids Foundation, Steve Worthy, who runs that event and does a great job. Garrett Hartley was part of that team as well. One of the names that wasn't in there is a winning team Joins me now. He left his game on the range, I think. Always a pleasure to visit with Saints Hall of Fame inductee, New Orleans native, and uh, as fast as it gets and as friendly as it gets, Michael Lewis. Michael, good evening. How are you, buddy? Yes, sir. Good evening. How you doing, Ken? I'm doing fine, thanks. So you cool down a little bit now or what, man? Man, a little bit, man. It was hot out there today. And I say, man, where that sun came from. But it was smoking out there today. But it was a great day, though. It was, and we really appreciate you being part of it and always having fun. And you had some good guys to play with today. You had a good time, right? Yes, sir, I did. I did, man. I mean, I had to carry those guys, man. My back here. <laughs> man, I didn't know I was going to carry the whole team like that. That's all good. Right? You had a good time. And, hey, I hope you brought your appetite. That was okay out there, right? Oh, man. I had so much. Look, I got to a point where I had to stop eating. I was like, look, I can't even breathe out here. It's already hot enough. <laughs> 
Yeah, man, I'm all over that. Look, that's the same way. I've been doing this forever and put all that together with all the restaurants and always tell myself, yeah, I'm going to pace myself. You know, there's 18 holes. We've got like 19 or 20 restaurants out there and I'm going to pace myself and then I blow it because I yeah. get to one and I'm like, man, I got to try that. Then I get to another, I'm like, oh, I know this. I really like this. Then I get to another, it's like, oh, man, shoot, I, I got to have it. And then, of course, by the fifth or sixth time I've done it, I'm like, man, do I have anything left in me? Come on, man. This is tough. So really strange. Uh, but uh, having said that, uh, that's part of it. So anyway, look, the food was great. Uh, this was fun. And we appreciate you being there. And, and it's always uh, good for the Saints Hall of Fame. We, of course, try yeah. to continue to proliferate the history of the franchise uh, in positive fashion, and, and, and that the fans know and remember everybody from the start in 1967 to the present in 2023. That was why we started this and continue to do it, and we don't want anybody to be forgotten. And some of your uh, alumni compatriots were out there today, including some guys from, you know, the 70s, you know, and Emmanuel Zanders and, and Larry Hardy and, and Mike Strawn and Jack Holmes, and always good to see guys come back from all the different decades, isn't it? Yes, it is. It is, you know, because you get the chance to see, you know, the guys that actually paved the way for you. And then, you know, what you have done. And then you look with the guys that's coming behind you, like Cam and all those younger guys, stuff like that, you know, just to see that thing, like all the different errors, man. It's always great, you know, just to talk to those guys and things like that, you know, when you're out there, and you know, having a good time, as we always do. Well, listen, I mean, it was fun. And, and of course, it's also nice. Uh, to have the support of Mickey Loomis and Dennis Allen, and they've been very, very supportive, just like Coach Payton was previously. And, and you know, upstairs afterwards, you know, Coach Allen, there's no media up there, but I don't think he doesn't mind me adding his final line, uh, which was, don't make any plans for January or February. I kind of like that, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I that like was, that. That was good stuff. I mean, he's... I think they're, you know, they feel pretty good about themselves right now. And I, I do, too, largely because they got a quarterback uh, who's yeah. not great, great, but good. Uh, they got a running back. Uh, I thought their draft was pretty good. And, and their division isn't very good. I think all those things put them in a pretty good place, don't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, and I, and I love it. That's why, I like, today, once I passed by him, I was sitting down talking to him and Mickey when I passed by. And um, I say, man, I say, I say, Dennis, man, I can't wait to get started, man. And, and I fell out laughing. I said, man, I said, I'm be the loudest person up in the dome. I say, you know, I'm always coming in and, you know, hollering at y'all and, you know, at the facility. Then I go to the game and stuff like that. I said, but what y'all have done and which, you know, last year was totally different. And I tell people all the time when a new coach come in, he got the old coach team. Injury was a problem last year, you know, for us and things like that. So, you know, this year I think, you know, the things they did in the offseason and what they're doing in the draft and things like that, I, I, I think it's going to be a, a good season for us. You know, you, you know a lot about what it takes to be successful in the NFL, and you've been around this, and you worked for the Saints after you played as well. So yeah. I guess, you know, the biggest questions or thoughts right now are, number one, how much better are they at quarterback with Derek Carr than they were the last two years. And number two, uh, can Michael Thomas come back and play uh, like the guy we saw, you know, in 2019, who was simply great. Uh, any thoughts from you about those particular circumstances? Um, I think, I think, you know, getting Derek Carr, you know, somebody he actually knows or whatever, you know, to bring in that's been down the road, you know, he has been to the Pro Bowl, you know, plenty of years, you know, and got some new stuff that's coming in. But I think the weapon that he has around him, 
I think those guys are going to make it just that much easier for him where he don't have to try to do as much. You know, as far as Michael Thomas go, I think that Michael Thomas um, signing that one-year deal to stay here to let everybody know that, you know, when he comes in, you know, he had a lot to prove and to show a lot of people because a lot of people are downing him and against him and stuff like that, you know. And you have all the stuff that goes on as far as, oh, he had surgery and he's this and that, and nobody really knows what goes on behind the scene and what, what really takes places. And, you know, what I like about most guys that, you know, nobody throws anybody under the bus or do anything like that. You know, you just take your bumps and your bruises and you just roll with it. You know, so at the end of the day, he got a lot to prove. And I think he's going to come out and show us exactly who he are um, for this year. Yeah, I think it's interesting. So uh, it's really, it's really interesting. But, you know, bottom line, uh, that when you look at, this situation, it's pretty interesting because I think that this is a team that has the weapons to help the quarterback to be good. Look, my read on Derek Carr is this. He's better than what they've had. He's not great. At times, Mm -hmm. he's average. At times, he's good to very good. And he's been in a very bad, dysfunctional organization. I don't know that you could call the Raiders anything but that. They've had, what, nine head coaches in like 18 years? Uh, exactly. Coordinators all exactly. over the place, uh, bad ownership, and you know, and then they they tear the thing down to a degree. So, I think in a more stable situation, uh, he becomes a more stable player. And here's what sold me on him, and and I'm the first one to tell you, he's not a great quarterback. He's not yeah. a top five guy, but I think he can be a top ten guy if he plays yeah. well. But this is what sold me: Demario Davis, Cam Jordan, and Michael Thomas. They all openly advocated for him and and strongly wanted the Saints to sign him. And when your team's best players and leaders endorse a guy like that, that tells me a lot. It tells me that they like him personally and they also like him professionally. Yeah. And, and, and Cam going to the Pro Bowl and being around him and doing things like that. But, you know, like those guys who you name, you know what I'm saying, all went to the Pro Bowl, you know, sitting down and, and they can see the upside that we don't see as far as fan goes and things like that. Like you say, you know, he's not great. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. how many quarterbacks that's in the league that are great? You know, but I think he's going to be even better with the weapons that he has around him. And like you say, he's not in that type of organization where there's always some stuff going on or whatever, you know. So I think he's in a great position to, you know, do a lot of things to actually help his career out. And, and get it on the right track as far as making that run for the Super Bowl. Yeah, listen, I, I think that's accurate, and I think it, I think they're positioned pretty well. I really do. I like the fact that they brought in Jamal Williams. He's a north-south runner. He was tough. I don't think any of us knows what happens with Alvin Kamara. It's just a speculative, yeah. speculation at this point. But if you're the Saints, you've got to think and plan like, I don't know if we're going to have this guy at all. You're probably yeah. not going to have him for at least – six to eight games, a half a season, and it might be longer than that, depending on the law. And the other thing is he's going into his seventh year. So, you know, running backs tread off the tire. Look, Kamara's played well, and he still looked good last year, but running back's a tough position to stay good for a long time, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is. And, you know, to say what, he, what he's what he been through and, and things like that, you know, 
Um, I think I think he's a, a, a great running back. I think he he works perfect with us. Um, I want to see this year, man. I want to see our actually our playbook open up a little bit more. I think we was kind of vanilla last year with a lot of stuff. I think we could have did a little bit more. So I, I, I think this year um, we can open it up a little bit more. Then having Michael Thomas back where we can open up for Chris Alave as well, you know, and having those guys, you know, to to open up. Uh, a lot of different things for the rest of the guys that's out there. You know, our defense, you know, with Cam and those guys, you know, I think those guys want to step it up this year and do what they're supposed to do. So I'm not even worrying about that side. I just want to see our offense do a little bit more this year. Yeah, I think it's essential for the offense to be better. You know, the defense has to be better at stopping the run. They've made changes yeah. inside at defensive tackle. They drafted a kid in the first round. They brought in two other veterans, and, and they let the other two veterans, Tuttle and Onyemata, go move on. So, look, they weren't real good against the run last year, so uh, those moves didn't bother me at all. And, and, of course, the hope is that the first-round pick could be that guy, but we'll see what happens. Rashid Shaheed, he was playing in our event today in the golf tournament at Chateau, you watch him as a return man. Look, he's emerged as a good receiver for this team. You did that some, too, when you played. But yeah. as a ret- return guy, this guy's good, isn't he? Yeah, yes, yes, he is. And that, and, and a lot of people don't understand, man, and I hope this year, man, we take key to a lot of stuff that goes on. That's a team makes the big, big, big part that a lot of people don't really understand. And I think, you know, doing a lot of stuff on the team um, is going to help us out. Uh all the way around, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about the return game and stuff like that. I think that's going to be like one of the things that really can help us. Yeah, I think, look, in the return game, it's certainly, when you played, it was kickoffs and punts. Now it's almost exclusively punt returns because of the rules in the league with kickoffs and the fact that you just don't get many kickoff returns anymore, especially when you're playing in controlled environments like an indoor facility where kickers just are so good today to be yeah. able to boom the ball deep. Yeah, and that's, 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 that, that plays a part in a, in a lot of things right now. Like I say, you don't have a lot of kickoff returns. Um, guys coming out of, uh, of the end zone and stuff like that. So you got to make it on, on, on different things. So, you know, the punt return got to be, you know, one of the top keys because you're not going to get that many uh, kickoff returns. So you got to make those things happen where we can get the shot into the field as the return thing and make it longer for those when we actually punt the ball and stuff like that. You know, and that, that's, that's, that's where we got to start making those type of decisions. Cam Jordan played today in the event. He was out there hitting a few shots and taking a bunch of pictures much of the day and having fun. Uh, his attitude's always been great. He's been a pleasure to be around because he's a pleasurable guy who's always fun-loving, but you know, the, the key to the guy's success long-term is he's taking good care of himself. He's always yeah. in good shape, and he's the perfect guy because he's a solid run player, and he's a solid pass rusher, and it's hard to find those guys. And, you know, when you get a guy that surpasses Ricky Jackson in terms of sacks and team history, that's pretty special. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I, I, I mess with Cam every time I see him, man. I always tell him, I say, man, you're the biggest kid that I ever met. You know, and just to see him coming out and having fun and, and, and just all around with everybody. But he being on the field and what he brings to the table, and that's what helps out a lot of other guys. Because if you, you, you line him one-on-one with, with, with a guy, he's, he's beating him. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it, 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 it makes it so much more for him. And, I, you know, his level is always there. Like, he, you ain't going to never see him where he's going to come out there and he's going to give you 50%. He's always 100% full go 
all day and every day. And that's what I love about him. And I like the leadership that he brings to the table as well. Michael you know? Lewis with us. Yep, I do too. Michael Lewis visiting with us. And you mentioned Chris Olave earlier. And, you know, Olave came in. It's hard for a rookie to make his mark. Uh, and he did, despite having average at best quarterback play on a team where he became the primary guy. He's not big. Yeah. Saints really yeah. need a big receiver to compliment him. But Thomas could certainly help that. And even the draft pick, A.T. Perry, could fix that. And today they signed James Washington, a veteran receiver. So yeah. what do you see in Olave? I mean, the guy's quick. I think he gets off the line of scrimmage better than people thought he could coming in. I just thought that he was really good as a rookie. I, I, for him being a rookie, like you just said, Ken, he had to step up and almost be that number one guy because you didn't have a Michael Thomas. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he, he was actually thrown in the fire as a rookie to do a lot of things, and a lot of people depended on him. And the plays that he made, he made some great plays last year, you know, and you can see, you know what I'm saying, the, the way that he was bringing everything to the table, like, hey, he, he's going to give you 100% all the time. And I'm like, as a rookie, you know, you're just stepping out there, you know, going to Ohio State, but just stepping out there in the NFL, you got all these guys that's really, you know, trying to shut you down or whatever. For him to step up and bring it to to all those guys day in and day out when he wasn't hurt or whatever, you can see what he actually have in the future and what he's going to bring to this, this organization. So I'm, I'm great that was one of the, the smartest things that we did was to bring him in. And I think having Michael Thomas now and what they can do going to really open up a lot of different things for him. wanted to talk to you about the other two football leagues because this, this is something that you would have a definitive opinion on because if it weren't for other leagues aside from the NFL, you might not have gotten the opportunity that you got with the New Orleans Saints. I mean, you played in Europe, you played in Arena, you played in another indoor league. You were, like, all over the place. And then you got the the tryout, and you got the job. But if you hadn't had the other league's opportunities to show what your ability was, you might never have gotten that shot. So I wanted to get your thoughts on these two leagues. First of all, on the XFL, because it came back this year in a different form in home cities, uh, Dwayne Johnson got involved. You know, you look at St. Louis, they drew 30,000-plus fans. Uh, the championship just happened this past weekend. They had a pretty quick season. Uh, and it looks to me like the XFL uh, was successful in its first year, and it looks to me like it, it might have the edge on the USFL right now. Let's talk about the XFL first, what you saw of it and what you think about it. I like the XFL, so I'll give you that use plan. I played in all these different leagues, which was great, and, and and that's the honest truth. I think if they didn't have those other leagues, I would, probably wouldn't have got the opportunity that I did get. Um, having the XFL, I say the XFL and what uh, Dwayne Johnson did was go sit down with Troy Vincent and Roger Goodell and, and explain to him what they're trying to do, and they're not trying to compete against the NFL. So I figured like that's the perfect thing for – young guys that actually don't have a league to go to because once the NFL Europe stopped, you didn't really have a league that these guys can go to. So they was either going to year, um, to Canada or they were playing like arena football and those type of things. That I think having the XFL actually give those guys another chance, you know, to show what they got to actually get those calls where they can go into training camp and try to make those teams. So I think the XFL is actually like the form league for the NFL. So I think XFL is like NFL Europe to me. And I think that's a great, great thing for a lot of young guys that don't get that opportunity to get drafted or get picked up like that. And they can make their mark in that league 
to get that opportunity to try out to an NFL team. And then, of course, there's the USFL, second year of that iteration coming back. The, the issue there is they're just they're playing in one location last year, Birmingham. This year they're playing in four locations in pods. But the only home market team, I mean, you know, Birmingham is a home market team. But, you know, again, there's a team called the New Orleans Breakers, but they don't yeah. have anything to do with New Orleans. I mean, they, yeah. they, have, they don't play here. Uh, they have nobody on their staff from here. They have nobody on their team from here. So, uh, you know, last year we, you know, we, we ran stories on it at CrescentCitySports.com, but we didn't go do that this year because, again, they have no real ties to this market at all. And the reason we did it last year is they said initially, the USFL, that they'd play – one year in Birmingham, then they'd go to home cities. Well, they didn't do that. And I yeah. think that's why the XFL has an edge on the USFL. Do you agree? Yes, yes. And that's, and that's crazy because, like you say, you know, you have all these teams that use and all these names that they used to have and, and don't bring the teams to that city. You know what I'm saying? Of course, people are not going to want to watch it or whatever because they're saying, like, well, you got the New Orleans Breakers, but y'all not even playing in New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? Like, why is I'm trying to follow a, a, a look at a team that, just like you said, don't have nothing to do with the city of New Orleans, but yeah. just the naming rights. They just got the name. So I, it, that just don't, like you said, just doesn't make any sense, you know, for people to follow it in, in those those perspectives. I mean, but if you love football, then, you know, you're going to watch it or whatever. But just like you said, there's no coaches or anybody from the New Orleans area or anything like that. Like, it don't have something that we can say, a part of our own that would want us to watch the USFL. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's, yeah. that's kind of like hurts, you know, the USFL in that in, in that form. Like, say, you got a Birmingham team, you got guys playing there, but you got all these different names, but nobody's actually playing in the city besides Birmingham that got the name. So, I mean, I, I don't think that was a smart deal for them to do that. No, and the other thing about it is, the XFL gets to jump. Their season started earlier, so they get the attention. Both yeah. of them have TV deals. So to me, uh, because the XFL starts earlier, and the fact that they're in home markets just, to mm -hmm. me, gives them an edge moving forward. Now, financially, the USFL is probably a little better off because it's made for TV, and they're all in one, you know, one place. So they don't have the expenses that the XFL might have. Yeah. And again, that's true, though. You know, like you said, the XFL did get the, the, the jump on them as far as that goes, the start. And, you know, and I, that's why I say that's why I say that that was smart with the uh, with, with the XFL by doing those, those type of things, um, making those moves, you know, in, in that perspective. So that and that also gives um, that's also give those guys uh, a chance to get in the training camp and stuff like that. You know, so it, it, it does make a difference. And, and, and I think that was smart on their behalf to start out early. Yeah, we see, we, see local, we, we see local guys like yourself, like Tyrone Hughes, of course. You guys went into the Saints Hall of Fame together uh, yeah. that make it with this team, and it's great. The Saints recently signed Foster Morrow, a New Orleans native who played at Jesuit High School and then with LSU uh, to a three-year deal. And Foster's you know, coming, coming back from her or dealing with Hodgkin's lymphoma. So people, people are, everybody's happy to see him sign because he's a solid player and people know him here. So they're like hometown heroes. The question would be, boy, you gave him a three-year deal. My reaction to that is, look, the Saints are the ones that diagnosed it. Uh, 
uh, their doctors. And the second part of that is, in all likelihood, if they're giving him a three-year deal, they probably have a pretty good idea that he's doing well, that he's you know, in a healing process and definitely has a chance to play. I don't think you offer a guy or you give a guy a three-year contract if you don't feel that way. Yeah. And, I, and, and, and just like you say, you know, they're not going to do that unless they feel, you know, that strongly about, about a player. And for them to give a three-year deal, I think they see the upside on a lot of that. That's, um, that, that he can actually bring being a tight end and, 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 like you said, being a hometown guy, you know what I'm saying? That, that makes a difference, you know. And like you say, you know, doing a three-year deal, you know, um, I, I see everything's going to work out perfect for him. Yeah, look, I'm, uh, we're pulling hard for him because he's a local guy and obviously yeah. because he's had to overcome, you know, a difficult malaise that he's still dealing with in his life. So we all would love to see the young man succeed. And, of course, we'd love to see him succeed for the Saints, too, because it's a hometown team and it can make them better because they traded Troutman and they've got Juwan Johnson, who was out there today playing golf. And uh, Juwan's a really nice kid, too. And, uh, boy, yeah. i tell you what, that, that's another one of those great stories. Well, you know, like you, he wasn't drafted. He wasn't anything. They converted him from wide receiver. And they got a guy who scored seven touchdowns last year. and He's a really dangerous receiver going up, down the seam. Yeah, yeah, and that, and 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 um, and that and, and that helps though. You know, you got a guy that that that, that you converted from a wide receiver to a tight end, and he can do so much more, like against a linebacker or safety, because he's he's really a good route runner. You know what I'm saying? And, but once again, like I said, what hurt us with a lot of stuff was our quarterback play. I think our quarterback play kind of kind of put us in a bad situation last year. Yeah, I agree with you, and I think they're in better shape. This year, uh, Michael. Before we let you get away, too, I mean, uh, I think a lot of people know about your your own uh, struggles because of what happened with Hurricane Ida and living in the River Parishes. And you're still not back, are you, buddy? No, I'm not back. I'm still fighting, trying to get all my stuff back, man. So uh, it's crazy, man. Driving back and forth from Houston and trying to, you know, do everything I can, you know, to to get to meetings and all of that type of stuff there. But, you know, I'm, 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 I, I can see, I can see the finish line now, you know, so, so it's getting close. So it's getting close with that, you know, just, just all the people that's out there, man, that, that's going through the stuff, you know, dealing with all the insurance stuff and all of that, that's crazy, you know, but, you know, like I say, you know, you just got to keep on, you know, you know, Bo- trying to make it work. Bottom line is you're coming home sometime soon, right? Yeah. 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 Yes, I am. <laughs> well, we look forward to having you, and we appreciate you being at the golf tournament today and, of course, in, enjoying the festivities and, and treating the paying patrons really nicely. And we, uh, we look forward to having you in Biloxi in a couple of weeks for our events over there, too. It's always a, a blast and always a pleasure to have Michael Lewis, who the people love. Michael, thank you. We appreciate the time, man. Thank you for having me, Ken. You got it, Michael. Thank you. That's uh, – Michael Lewis. Look, you can call him the beer man if you want, but he's Michael Lewis to me and always will be. And he's a great story and it will always be a great story. And, you know, we've talked about this uh, in the past, but you know, people have made movies about others who are underdogs. And, and look, Michael Lewis, he, he deserves that. I mean, again, Vince Papali, you know, the movie about him invincible it was a good movie it's a good story but michael lewis was a more successful player michael lewis was a first team all pro and a pro bowl player and he made the saints hall of fame with all due respect to vince papali michael lewis was delivering beer michael lewis played in 
indoor football leagues. Michael Lewis played abroad in Europe. Michael Lewis had no chance. Michael Lewis didn't play high school football. You talk about an incredible story. That is a great story. That would be worthy of a movie or a book or both. And frankly, I'm surprised that nobody's taken that up or picked up the torch. I just think it would be great. I am not a Hollywood screenwriter. I am not a Hollywood producer. I'm not a Hollywood director. But if I were, that's one I would seize upon and I would absolutely bring to life. My late great friend Alan Donna's a New Orleans native. He would have done it. But I just think that there's no better story than this when you think about it. Not to mention the fact that he, he didn't play high school football. He was undersized. He wasn't a star in college. He wasn't going to play football at the highest level. Then he did in lesser leagues, far lesser leagues. Then he got the opportunity in Europe. Then he got a tryout with the Saints. And out of the tryout, they signed him. And how improbable was it for him to make the team, much less to become a star, a tremendous return man for the Saints, an occasional wide receiver as well with speed, and a guy who then for went on to have an excellent career. And then after his career was over, he worked for the Saints in community relations and did an excellent job representing the organization in that realm as well. I mean, this was really good stuff, and it was just awesome to watch Michael Lewis do what he did. And now, of course, I'm going to keep pressing ahead with what I think should happen. They should absolutely do a story on him. A movie would be fantastic. A book would be great. Both would be superb. I just think that uh, these would be excellent. I mean, to me, uh, that's the way it should be. And that's just my thought process. So there you have it. My thoughts on Michael Lewis. Great guy. If you'd like to join in the conversation, it's 504-260-1061. That's 504-260-1061. As we continue on, we'll get into college baseball, the NBA playoffs, and more. As we are glad you've joined us here on this Monday night. Ken Trahan with Rudy Dixon, our producer. This is All Access here on Nash Icon 1061. FM, and of course, we're always on the World Wide Web. You can get us at NashFM1061.com. I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros, plus we give you a voice to speak your mind. It's entertainment, it's information, it's all that you could want, and it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m., following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. 
Friends of Bayou St. John present the 2023 Bayou Boogaloo. Get your tickets today at thebayouboogaloo.com. Bayou Boogaloo takes place on the historic Bayou St. John, May 19th through the 21st, and features all the art, food, community, and music you can enjoy. It's a party on the Bayou like you've never seen before. Go to thebayouboogaloo.com to get your tickets now. Bayou Boogaloo 2023. Don't miss it. When you've been injured in a crash, demand different. Demand Dudley DeBosier. Handling an insurance claim can be exhausting and frustrating. Could you imagine if you've been injured through no fault of your own and then your insurance company tries to pin the blame on you? It happens and it sucks. Demand the team that will demand you're treated fairly. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. That's 504 504- Four 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 four. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA two three one four eight three seven. With over 15 acres of cars and trucks at the Lamarck Automotive Complex, there must be a reason. Buying a new car shouldn't be complicated. That's why our expert staff is here to help. I've been selling new Ford cars and trucks since 1970. It's over 50 years. Wow, there must be a reason. With your lifestyle and budget in mind, our finance team works hard to be the best in the business. Only at Lamarck Ford, at the Lamarck Automotive Complex. There must be a reason. Mornings were made for better things than rheumatoid arthritis or RA. Zelgen's tofacitinib is a pill for adults with moderate to severe RA when tumor necrosis factor blockers did not work well or could not be tolerated. Zelgen's can help relieve joint pain, swelling, and help stop further joint damage. Zelgen's can lower your ability to fight infections. Don't start if you have one. Before and during treatment, your doctor should check for infections like TB and do blood tests. Serious, sometimes fatal infections, cancers including lymphoma and lung, blood clots, serious heart-related events, tears in the stomach or intestines, and allergic reactions have happened. People 50 and older with heart disease risk factors have an increased risk of death. Tell your doctor if you've had hepatitis B or C, have flu-like symptoms, are prone to infections, or have ever had a heart attack, stroke, clot, or other heart problems, or swelling of lips, tongue, throat, or hives. Ask your doctor about prescription Zeljans. Visit Zeljans.com or call 1-844-ZELJANS. If you have a medical emergency, go to your nearest Rapid Urgent Care. There are several locations to serve you. North Shore, South Shore, a total of six locations. You won't wait for hours to be seen by a doctor. In fact, most patients are in and out in just 40 minutes. Strep throat, flu shots, COVID-19 testing, x-rays, drug screening, or lab work. Go to Rapid Urgent Care. They can handle it on site. No appointment needed. Walk in with your ID and insurance card. For the location near you, go to RapidUrgentCare.com. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Progressive can help you protect your home, auto, boat, motorcycle, ATV, RV, and more. And if something wasn't mentioned that you had in mind, find out if it can be covered at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE because it probably can be. This report is sponsored by STEM. Humans can do a lot of amazing things. Fighting bugs? Ew, a bug, get it! Isn't one of them. STEM is powered by active ingredients found in plants to fight off bugs safely and effectively when used as directed. STEM, rooted in nature, optimized by science. 
Welcome to your daily sports report presented by CrescentCitySports.com. It was a lousy weekend for LSU baseball. First, the Tigers blew a 4-2 lead Saturday night and lost to lowly Mississippi State. Then on Sunday, the Tigers blew a 13-4 lead and lost 14-13 in 10 innings to the Bulldogs despite two homers from Trey Morgan and one from Braden Schobert. Tulane fell 17-11 to Houston as the Cougars swept the series. UNO belted five home runs and a 15-5 win, adding Carter Word to win the series. Nichols beat Texas A&M Corpus Christi 9-6 to win the series, and Southeastern's game in Houston Christian was canceled. In the NBA playoffs, the Boston Celtics advanced to the Eastern Conference Final, winning Game 7, 112-88 over Philadelphia Sunday. The Celtics will meet Miami in the Conference Final. The Grizzlies have suspended John Morant from all team activities after a video showing the star guard holding a gun circulated on social media. This comes just two months after the NBA suspended Morant over a similar incident. And Jason Day won his first PGA Tour event in five years, taking the Byron Nelson Classic with the final round 62 at McKinney, Texas. For these stories and more, visit CrescentCitySports.com. Have a blessed day and be a good sport. For CrescentCitySports.com, I'm Ken Trahan. Now's the time. What's on your mind? We'd love to get your take by calling Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com and all access on 1061 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Call 504-260-1061. Glad to join us this evening. And, of course, where LSU baseball is concerned, there's not much good to talk about there. As you just heard on the daily sports report that we do, it was a bad weekend for the Tigers coming off of a not-so-good weekend at Auburn. They've lost back-to-back SEC series now. And it's really all about how they lose because on Saturday night against Mississippi State at home at the box, the Tigers took a 4-2 lead with two runs in the seventh going into the eighth inning. Turned it over to Thatcher Hurd. And then you heard the ball going all over the place, including out of the ballpark. And then Riley Cooper, same thing. And Mississippi State rallies and wins easily 9-4. Fast forward to Sunday, you've still got a chance to win the series. And LSU explodes offensively. And the Tigers scored 13 runs. So when you score 13 runs, you don't lose, right? You might want to think about that again. Tigers blew a 13-4 lead at home to lose to Mississippi State 14-13 10 innings hard to believe that it happened but it did and this was just a colossal failure on the part of LSU's pitching which just isn't that good Paul Skeens is tremendous and LSU is a virtual certainty to win on Friday nights because of Skeens and how good he is He's just overwhelming, tremendous pitcher. And Skeens has a 1.69 earned run average. Unbelievable strikeout numbers. The rest of the LSU pitching staff has a 5.41 earned run average. Now, just to draw one comparison, LSU is now fifth.
Bayou Boogaloo, May 19th through the 21st. Where else can you buy a land or water ticket? Go to thebayouboogaloo.com. Incredible entertainment from great bands like Juvenile with Partners in Crime, DJ Jubilee, the Big Easy Bounce Band, Rebirth Brass Band, Reverend Horton Heat, Eddie Nine Volt, the Low End Theory Players, Marcella Simeon, Nola School of Rock, and many more. Great bands, food, art, community, and fun. Visit thebayouboogaloo.com. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. So you ordered a new air filter for your car. You try to install it, but it doesn't fit. So you take a little bit off the sides. What still doesn't fit? Well, you could try to sit on it. Or get it right the first time with eBay Guaranteed Fit. When you see the check, you know that part's going to fit. Air filters, brakes, headlights, over 122 million parts. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For powerful HP tech your business can count on, count on Staples. Staples has great prices on a full range of HP printers, PCs, laptops, and monitors. And now through May 27th, score an extra $50 off all HP laptops regularly priced $599.99 and above with the Staples Connect app. Plus, this week only, the HP OfficeJet 9015E Wireless Color Inkjet Printer is $70 off. For the best deals on the best HP tech for your small business, shop Staples. In-store only. Excludes Chromebooks and clearance. Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Stop going at it alone for recruiting and staffing. Choose a local expert. Hiring is about getting to know people, not algorithms. So let the team at Express Employment Professionals hire for you. Visit ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. This report is sponsored by STEM. Bank of America has powerful digital solutions for local and global businesses, so you can make every move matter. Visit BankofAmerica.com slash banking for business to learn more. Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2023. This is Josh Danzig with Where Yet Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. This Thursday night, get ready to rock out as hair metal band Warrant returns to the House of Blues. Grab dinner before the show, then rock out to the sounds of the 90s. And keep the party going this Saturday at Heritage Park in Slidell at the Louisiana Veterans Festival with Mark Broussard, great cuisine, and much more. For more ideas on things to do this weekend, pick up the current issue of Where You At at coffee shops, bars, and restaurants all over town. Or read it now online by visiting whereyat.com and clicking on Latest Issue. Cumulus New Orleans. Incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. This is where you get all access, not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports topics are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 260-1061. Now back to Ken Trahan on 1061 Nash Icon through CrescentCitySports.com and at NashFM1061.com. Just to continue on the theme of LSU, look, uh, when you look at the numbers, they, they do tell a story, and I don't think it's a pleasant story. 
to be told when it comes to the pitching of this team. Again, a collective ERA of 4.72, and you take Paul Skeens out of the picture, and the team ERA is 5.41. So the thought process is, number one, they have pitching injuries, and they do. Boy, this is a familiar theme. LSU has had pitching injuries now for several years. People used to blame Paul Maneri and his pitching coach. Well, they've hired a major league pitching coach this year. And I'm not knocking him at all from the Minnesota Twins, but the results just haven't been there, whether it's the coaching teams, development, injuries, whatever it is. A lot of guys that throw in the 90s, but velocity isn't the telltale sign for good pitching, and it never has been. Is it a luxury? Sure. Can it be effective? Definitely. Uh, Can it be dominating? Absolutely. Look at Paul Skeens. But it also can be debilitating if you're not in command of what you throw because everybody they throw out there in that league throws 90-plus. Mississippi State, a bottom feeder in the SEC, threw a bunch of guys out there like that as well. That's the nature of that league. So it's not about velo, as they say, velocity. It's about the ability to pitch and pitch well and to pitch effectively and to use every pitch and to locate well and even to call good pitches. So, again, some people continue to say, Maybe LSU will catch lightning in a bottle. Maybe they're going to improve as time goes on. Well, I mean, look, my feeling about that is this. I think you've got the sample size that's plenty, plenty, plenty large enough. It's not like it's early in the season. It's not like it's in the middle of the season. LSU's played 49 games already. What's left? You got McNeese Tuesday. You got three games against Georgia and Athens, and then you go to the SEC tournament before you go to the regionals. So it's not like you got much time to get this right. It's not like you have a lot of options to go to. You can say, we're going to try this guy, we're going to try that guy. Well, you've already tried them all, and you simply can't find the guys that you need to find to be effective to give your team a chance to win against good competition. I mean, that's where we're at. Ty Floyd gives LSU a chance. Paul Skeens wins. But, again, Floyd went six strong innings, one run, but they really needed seven out of him because when you turn it over to this bullpen, nothing good happens. Nothing. There just isn't anything there. So that's the issue. The pitching depth has been the issue all year long. It continues to be the issue. And I don't know that you're going to be able to work it out. So I wrote a feature at Crescent City Sports Today. Some people thought it was pro. A couple thought it was con. And, you know, look, it's just an objective piece about where this team is right now. And I didn't say they weren't going to win. I didn't say they weren't going to go to the NCAA tournament. I didn't say uh, they were a bad team. I didn't say that this was not a good situation. I didn't say that uh, they weren't going to host. The odds of them hosting... And being a top eight seed is still good. It's not guaranteed because they've got the game at McNeese and then they got the three games at Athens against Georgia. They've lost two SEC series in a row. Then after the Georgia series, they got the SEC tournament. Is it possible that they could fall out of a national seed? Yeah, I think it's possible. I don't think it's probable, but I think it's possible. You can't outscore people every night. And you can't expect your hitting to be that good every night where you score 13 runs and don't win the game. And again, consider the fact that it was Mississippi State. With all due respect, 
they're not a good team this year. And they came into Baton Rouge and beat LSU two out of three times before huge crowds. And that puts you in a bad position if you're the Tigers. And now Jay Johnson's got to figure it out. You can call it a little bit of a slump if you'd like. Your pitching doesn't have to be great. It simply has to be good. And it's been great on Friday night. It was good on Saturday to start with and then awful, and then it was downright terrible on Sunday. So that's where this program is right now. It's a good team that borders on being very good. But it's not a great team because its pitching hasn't allowed it to be that team. So that puts you pretty much squarely where you are right now with the record as it is. You know, and then you look at the SEC. And when you look at the SEC, where LSU is concerned, it's not the top team in the conference. You know, but they're right up there. Arkansas is 19-8. and eight. Then you got three teams at 17-9, and nine, including LSU, along with Florida and Vanderbilt. And LSU won two or three from Arkansas, for what it's worth. South Carolina's 15-11, Kentucky's 15-12, Tennessee's 14-13, so is Auburn. Those are the teams with winning records in the league. Oh, by the way, Georgia, whom LSU plays this weekend in Athens, 10-17 in the SEC. So immediately you think this is a series that LSU should fare well in. But you really can't conclude anything at this point based upon the way this team has played. It's just not something that you can predict although the ability is clearly there and early results this season were there. They just haven't been there in a while. That's the LSU plight in baseball right now. You can read my feature at CrescentCitySports.com about it as they try to find their way to make themselves that team once again. I don't know that it's going to happen. Delgado is going to play in Neosho, Missouri this weekend in the South Central District Championship. Crowder College is the host team, an Oklahoma team there as well. Crowder is the team that knocked Delgado out a year ago. Meet him in New Orleans in the deciding game to go to the Junior College World Series. So here we are again, having to go to Crowder College, a top-five team. Tough task for the Dolphins, but this is a better Delgado team than it was a year ago. So we'll play on Friday and play the weekend, and we shall see if LSU can find its way. LSU, Delgado can find its way. At Neosho, it's going to be a difficult task, but certainly it's a good baseball team that's played well. Tulane got swept by Houston. Nothing to report on there. It is what it is. Nichols still leads the Southland Conference. That's a great story for the Nichols baseball program and Mike Silva. And, of course, then there's University of New Orleans privateers. And you look at UNO, and they got a two-out-of-three victory over Incarnate Word. So they're one over in the league in the Southland Conference right now. 10 over for the year as a team, trying to find that niche to get to the conference tournament and make a run at it because I think anybody's capable of doing it in the Southland Conference. It's a one-bid league, and you got to get yourself in position to get to the tournament, and then you're going to have to win game one. Privateers are capable of doing that. They have been scoring runs quite a bit of late, so the offense has certainly been there as they play well, and you hope that that can continue on as things move on. It's 504-260-1061. That's 504-260-1061. We owe you one more timeout. We'll take that here. When we return in a moment, 
The latest on the NBA playoffs. What an intriguing situation that has become in this postseason. Maybe as interesting as any we've seen in recent years. We'll talk about that next when we continue with more of All Access for a Monday night. Ken Trahan with you here on Nash Icon, 106.1 FM. And on the web, we are at NashFM1061.com. Friends of Bayou St. John present the 2023 Bayou Boogaloo. Get your tickets today at thebayouboogaloo.com. Bayou Boogaloo takes place on the historic Bayou St. John, May 19th through the 21st, and features all the art, food, community, and music you can enjoy. It's a party on the Bayou like you've never seen before. Go to thebayouboogaloo.com to get your tickets now. Bayou Boogaloo 2023. Don't miss it. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, beat the largest timeshare company in federal court and has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare cancellation guide absolutely free. Call 800-857-8866. That's 800-857-8866. So you just used bug spray in your home. Now what? Well, between the waiting and waiting for things to dry up and keeping your family away from the mess, it hits you. You could have used Zevo. Unlike other bug sprays that stick around, Zevo goes from kill to clean in seconds. Plus, it's safe for use around people and pets when used as directed. Zevo, people friendly, bug deadly. Wow, Total Wine really does have everything. I found a great Prosecco for under $8, your favorite Cabernet, and Ruthie. Uh, Ruthie? Hi, that's me. What can I help with? Oh, thanks for recommending that amazing French rose. And I can't believe it was under $7. I know, right? You can't beat that price. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Let's grab some more. So glad we found Ruthie. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, be 21. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, beat the largest timeshare company in federal court and has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare cancellation guide absolutely free. Call 800-857-8866. That's 800-857-8866. So you just used bug spray in your home. Now what? Well, between the waiting and waiting for things to dry up and keeping your family away from the mess, it hits you. You could have used Zevo. Unlike other bug sprays that stick around, Zevo goes from kill to clean in seconds. Plus, it's safe for use around people and pets when used as directed. Zevo, people friendly, bug deadly. This is Kevin Mamahat. For most of us, the largest single purchase we'll ever make is when buying a home. That's why thousands of homeowners each year choose to protect their largest investment with Rhino Shield. Rhino Shield is the only international architectural ceramic coating that gives residential and commercial owners peace of mind. Along with our 25-year warranty, our ceramic coating reflects the ultraviolet rays we experience here in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama, keeping your home cooler with less strain on your air conditioner. And it's more affordable than you think. 
So give us a call for your free estimate, 504-407-2222, or visit rhinoshieldmidsouth.com. Call now, and you can get the guaranteed protection of Rhino Shield for 20% off the regular price, 407-2222, or visit rhinoshieldmidsouth.com. Don't paint, don't vinyl, go Rhino Shield. Never paint your house again, Rhino Shield. Always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. Let's have meaningful, constructive dialogue on All Access with Ken Trahan on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, at NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. Give us a call, 504-260-1061. NBA playoffs, the conference finals are set. Of course, the Western Conference Final begins tomorrow evening with the Los Angeles Lakers at Denver to play the Nuggets. Intriguing series because the Lakers have played good basketball. They look like a really good team that can make a really good run. And it was impressive what they did to Golden State. And again, Russell, Hachimura have played very well. Schroeder, you know, you look at James obviously being that guy. Anthony Davis and the way he's played. I mean, look, when Davis plays well, that's a dangerous bunch. And this team is a dangerous team at this stage of the season. Austin Reeves cannot be overlooked. I mean, Austin Reeves has come up big. Even Lonnie Walker IV came through in a big quarter in that past series as well. So the Lakers are a pretty dangerous team. But the Denver Nuggets are really good. They were the number one seed going in. And they're maybe the only high seed that's upheld its ranking, so to speak, in the postseason. And they have Nikola Jokic, and any team with Jokic has a chance to be successful. you got to believe Anthony Davis is going to guard him, but Aaron Gordon's been good. Of course, Jamal Murray, when healthy, he's elite. You know, and then, of course, you got you know, another good player, Michael Porter. Caldwell Pope has come through. Look, Denver is a good basketball team, and they're the number one seed for a reason, and Mike Malone does a good job. And they have home court advantage, so we'll see what happens in game one uh, leading into that series. Asked me to handicap, but I think the Lakers have a real shot. I'm going to pick Denver to win it in seven, but I think the Lakers have a real shot in this one. They split their regular season series. Each team won twice. Each team won both times on its home floor. So that is another interesting dynamic when you consider this particular series. You know, then you look at the Eastern Conference Finals, which begin on Wednesday the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat will do battle we've seen this one before we're going to see it again and look the Celtics are the better team I think there's that we start with that premise but they had to go seven grueling games to beat the 76ers and that was very difficult They did it, and they did it in decisive fashion to get to the finals. Miami, on the other hand, has been just a huge surprise. The eighth seed, just like the Lakers, being a low seed to get there. You got two low seeds with a chance to win conference championships. The Heat lost Tyler Hero early in the playoffs with a broken hand, and they've just been even better. 
with Jimmy Butler leading the way. He's been brilliant. Bam Adebayo's been good. Miami has been there. Ex Bolster's a really good coach. And last year, this was the matchup in the Eastern Conference Finals. And Miami was the one seed last year. Boston, the two seed, and the Celtics prevailed four games to three in a thrilling series. Then the Celtics went to the championship and lost to Golden State four games to two. Now the Celtics had to change coaches, as you know. Miami has the veteran coach. You'd give the edge to Spolstra for sure. The Celtics the edge with overall talent, but coming off of a grueling seven-game series, that's going to be tough. Another series, I think that is a good series. Now I'm picking Boston in six to win this one and get to the finals. But again, the way Miami's playing, you certainly can't discount the Heat. It's a good team playing good basketball at the right time of the year. That's the NBA Conference Championships set to go. And we look forward to seeing what transpires starting tomorrow night. Want to thank Michael Lewis for joining us tonight. We'll have Arnie Philco on with us Wednesday. He's involved in a Zoom meeting, but he'll join us Wednesday to talk about some initiatives, and we look forward to doing that. Jude Young, uh, of course, uh, our sidekick, also does this show around UNO baseball, but he'll be on tomorrow night at 6. I'll be back on Wednesday at 6. Until then, for Rudy Dixon, Ken Trahan saying thanks for joining us and be a good sport. God bless you one and all. We are rounding third and heading home. So long.